Hello, it is Bowerly, News Radio 930 WBEN. Thank you very much uh, for being with us, friends. Hour three, Hourly with Bowerly. And here's the deal. We're going to take some more calls uh, for Cassandra Joan Butler, our astrologer. She uh, has a lot of people on hold for a long time. I want to clear some of those people away or I'm going to feel guilty the rest of the day. And then before she leaves, a very important news story Cassandra is going to share. And by the way, uh, Cassandra alluded to social work before. Uh, believe it or not, she uh, attended and graduated from an Ivy League school, Cornell University, with her bachelor's in social work and then uh, her master's from Syracuse. So she is uh, an educated woman. Um, let's get back to the calls on WBEN. Audrey in Niagara Falls, born on August the 2nd. Of 1962, right before the Cuban Missile Crisis in Niagara Falls. So August 2, 1962, 7.55 p.m. What's your question, Audrey? Hello. Thank you for my call. I'm just calling to see, I guess, in general, my astrology and if there would be any moves for me out of the state. Got to turn the mic on. Okay, we're all good. We're all good. Uh, Welcome, Audrey. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Boy, have you been going through some intense uh, reflection on your life. I mean, it's been intense because you are chomping at the bit to change and and to move forward in your life, but you are a very uh, analytical person. So if the question, simple question is, am, am I moving? Am I moving forward in my life? Absolutely. Um, I'm going to look at uh, June of this year. Um, you're tipping your toes into a new life, possibly a big move, but you can't quite make that decision until you do some uh, number crunching. And that takes place during the Pisces time of the year, which is coming up in about a month and a half. And um, the other thing is you're, you're someone who uh, is always giving to other people. You're a Leo and your destiny mark is Leo. You were born under an eclipse, Audrey. You often put yourself in other people's shoes. You're an empath. You're very empathic. And uh, so this is a year when you are balancing the people that need you and the needs for Audrey to do something new in her life. All right. Audrey, yep, uh, thank you. Right on there, yes. <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate the call. Um, I have limited time, so... There's no need to thank us for taking your phone call. Just get right to your question, please. Let's go to um, the next person who would be Chris in Lancaster, June 18th, 1959, approximately 7 p.m. in Buffalo. And Chris in Lancaster, what is your question for Cassandra Joan? Hi. um, I would just like to know if what you're picking up on me for the coming year. I've had a lot of losses this year. So far, the beginning of the year, but I'm looking for a change in my life, and I'm just wondering if you see anything. Yes, I do, Chris. Um, Boy, uh, this has been a terribly difficult time for the Geminis. A lot of the planet of war, the planet of irritation, the planet of feeling attacked has been in Gemini since the end of October, and it's just been very stressful for you, my dear. But as we get into the Pisces time, which is another month and a half, things kind of level off and leveled out. Uh, you were born under the full moon, and so you have great abilities of putting yourself in other people's shoes, and you're ready for an adventure. You couldn't move between the middle of um, uh, 2020 and 2022 because you are in the front lines of caregiving, right? Caregiving someone in your family, and and so now things are 
little bit for freer for you. Please uh, look at your birth month as the time when you make some decisions, and it's okay to move is what I'm picking up for you. Chris, uh, good luck wherever it is you uh, you settle down. Moving is always fun, but there's always stress attached uh, to it as well. Actually, it's not always fun. you got to lift stuff. Here's uh, Kathy in Buffalo. Kathy's date of birth is, <laughs> is significant. It's November 11, 1951, 2 a.m. in Oswego, the second hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Uh, Kathy in Buffalo, you're on WBEN. What was your question for Cassandra Joan Butler? Yeah, hi, Cassandra. I was just wondering about my finances. I may have been overextending myself to the point that I don't know what to do. Understood, Kathy. And, you know, um, as a Scorpio, uh, the, the Scorpios have had a really rugged challenging couple of years right um the eclipses were in scorpio scorpio and taurus but the scorpio part was more difficult i'm looking at the area of the chart that rules money in your chart there is there's some relief at hand every 12 years the santa claus planet comes and visits you so that means jupiter conjunct jupiter conjunct your moon there's going to be some money coming in some relief uh, whether it be a loan, whether it be a, uh, a loan from someone or a loan somehow that kind of balances things out. By October, Kathy, you're feeling a lot more comfortable and comfortable and confident in your finances. But it's going to take until October. I hope that is helpful for you, uh, my dear. Let's move on. And WBEN, next in line, we have Jan in Tonawanda, who was born on February 5th, 1957, 1015 a.m. in Buffalo, New York. And uh, Jan, what was your question? I just wanted to know if I'm going to reconcile with my son. Oh, that's, oh, what an interesting uh, question. Yeah, that, that's, that's uh, you know, we were talking about forgiveness earlier, and uh, I was highlighting a really important date in the middle of March for us all. Um, but when I look at your chart, and there's a part of your chart that represents your children. Let's take a look at that. So, um, and thank you for the time of birth as well. Um, you know, has there, there the chart suggests that the past three years there's been some a lot of tension with uh, a child with with whether it be your son or someone else um and as we move forward in the full moon area of february next month in about a month from now you're going to be feeling i would say you have to be very active and 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 giving the uh the olive branch to him uh, even though there might not be anything that you're personally sorry for. You might be sorry for the estrangement. And so please uh, do the olive branch again and again. I'm seeing the middle of February. There might be some communication. And then when we get to the middle of April, there's more of that reconciliation. Thank you uh, very much, Jen. I hope things work out with uh, your son. Uh, let me go to... Uh Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to be able to take any more phone calls uh, for Cassandra. I'm sorry, but uh, we are prisoners of the clock. Try to get as many people on as we possibly could get on. But there is something very, very important that we need to talk about. Uh, Cassandra and basically my entire family almost died mm -hmm. during the blizzard of 2022. Carbon monoxide detectors, folks. 
you need them. And Cassandra, I want you to tell us what happened to sure, everybody. Sure, absolutely. My, my daughter and I were uh, quarantined, like many of us, in our homes in the height of the blizzard, watching TV. Thankfully, our power did not go off. And it was like one in the morning, all of a sudden I heard the sound, beep, 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 beep. Oh, that sounds like an alarm down in the basement. And, you know, we kind of shrugged our shoulders and thought, ah, battery's out. Wait a minute, it's hot wired. It's not a battery thing. And, <laughs> and so the alarm was saying, exit the building, carbon monoxide poisoning. What? You can't exit. You can't even get out the front door. Wait, it was actually speaking those yeah, words? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a fancy carbon monoxide thing, Tom. And we, we ignored it. For, well, I didn't really ignore it, but I was listening to it thinking it was some sort of malfunction. And it was the frightening thing because bit by bit, level by level, basement, first floor, and then the bedroom floor, right? All the alarms were going in tandem. It was a chorus of exit the building. Terrifying. We call up the local fire department. They were very kind to say, sorry, ma'am, we can't do anything. However, you can open all your windows and turn off your furnace, which we did. I mean, I did, but our daughter had the presence of mind to go out with the shovel and hack away with the impacted snow on the side of the garage and find the, um, you know, the, not the filters. The vent? The vents. She, so it was the vent being piled up with the snow. My gosh, Tom, I can't tell you how many days of my life I did not have alarms. If we didn't have those alarms, I would not be here now. No, you, you'd, you'd all be dead. Yeah, um, it's terrifying. I mean, how were there any physical symptoms before you heard the alarm that there was carbon monoxide in the air? Um, I was feeling pretty... Um, I don't know if it was psychosomatic, but I was feeling kind of breathless. I kept on you know, breathing the blizzard air that was coming into the home. Uh, the next day, I came down with a wretched uh, cold, and so I think that was a part of the problem. Uh, but there wasn't anything tangible like dizziness or anything, because apparently that's some of the problems that people initially um, experience when they have carbon monoxide poisoning. They get dizzy, they may get nauseous, and they may get confused. Um, I think we, we may both been a little confused because we're both exhausted. Uh, I would not let my daughter, our daughter, uh, sleep. You know, I said, you're sleeping down here with the windows open and, and cuddle up under the blankets because there is no way I want you to fall asleep. So there was a little confusion, a little bit of um, uh, sensitivity, but there was no smell. There was absolutely no smell, Tom. Wow. Well, um, silent. Yeah. But. Could have been deadly. Right. And I, I I mean, how many, gosh, years of my life in different apartments and so forth, I may have had a smoke alarm, but I hadn't the presence of mind of getting a carbon monoxide alarm. And I mean, I'm just totally blown away. Because, when did you get it? When did you get it put in? Was, um, was there maybe a man in your life who urged those on uh, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Uh, nitpicker. <laughs> <laughs> no candles, Sandy. No candles. Yeah, no candles and get a carbon monoxide well, detector. Well, I told you so, he says. But I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. Well, Everyone I am should too. get one of those. And then we had a little portable one, and it registered 70 in the house at the time. Wow. Yeah. No, it's terrifying. And and, and I'm so glad that, you know, well, we, we aired everything else so the pets were fine, too, because often pets and small children get affected from this first off. Well, so... Your message to everybody listening right now to this radio show is what? Get a carbon monoxide alarm. 
indicator. Absolutely. It was life life changing. And and I'll, I won't be completely frank. I've been in that house many, many years. I wasn't sure exactly where the vents were. Our daughter did. <laughs> so get a carbon I need you to emphasize get, get a, carbon, a carbon get a carbon monoxide detector. Yes. Say that for me. Get a carbon monoxide detector. Today, right. now. <laughs> Thank you very much. As I need to emphasize that. All right, Cassandra Joan Butler needs to leave us now, um, but she will be back in the future on News Radio 930 WBE and answer more of your questions. It is Bowerly with you on the radio on a. Uh, well, you know what? It's nice to see the sun again, even if the uh, <laughs> even if the uh, temperature is a little bit on the cold side. Nice to see the sun. We've got Lucas Buckley at Master Control, and for reasons I do not understand, they've not been explained to me. Um, we have Josh Schmidt, who has just entered the building, so I don't know why I have two extremely talented people here at the same time. But I don't get too excited as talking about Puckett and me. Uh, I don't know what you guys are doing in there, but Pocket Nine, we've got this whole we've got this whole thing settled. <laughs> I talked about Josh and uh, Lucas here on uh, News Radio nine thirty W B E N. Um, so many things to uh, get into with you guys. Um, I just received an interest, a couple of interesting emails that I want to share with you on uh, W B E N. Uh, I've got some terrific topics that I want to bring up. At least I think they're terrific. And um, the other thing is. Um, Coming up after the news at 5.30, you're going to want to listen because we uh, we did an interview uh, a couple of weeks ago with a young man named Jay Withy. And Jay is the man people, some of them are calling Merry Christmas Jay. Jay Withy, we've talked about him before, obviously, on this show. Actually, uh, this show was the first media appearance Jay made anywhere to talk about his efforts to save 24 people from the blizzard of 22 at the Pine Ridge School uh, in Chictawaga. And you know the story, I'm quite sure by now. Jay uh, was a mystery man for a few hours. And then, thanks to Facebook, he was identified. And the town of Chictawaga police chief, Brian Gould, <laughs> he wasn't looking to arrest Jay. He was looking to thank Jay for everything he did in saving those lives, breaking into the school, but letting people know exactly why the window is broken and leaving that school uh, in immaculate condition. Uh, Jay Withy gave us the first interview that he did with media, and right after that interview ended, I must tell you, it's really weird to me because I'm just this two-bit guy in Buffalo, right, doing a radio show. And I look at my email after the interview with Jay Withy. I'm getting bombarded with requests from other media people. Can you please give me Jay's phone number? We want to interview Jay. I'm like, why are you listening to me in Seattle? I'm not that good. Why are you listening to me in Washington? I don't get it. Uh, but anyway... I never gave out Jay's number, but I did pass on people's phone numbers to Jay so he could do the interview. In fact, uh, you might have seen him on Tucker Carlson's show uh, right after the story broke. So he's got a lot of things that have been happening in his life since the last time we spoke. So I thought it would be a good idea 
coming up after the news in about one hour to get an update from Jay Withy on exactly what has been going on with his life. lot of exciting things have been happening. In fact, there's a chance Jay is going to end up going out to uh, Hollywood. Can't imagine why he'd be going to Hollywood. Can't imagine who might be going with him. Anyway, stay with us on News Radio 930 WBEN. It is Bowerly on the radio on Martin Luther King Day 2022. And, you know, whenever this day rolls around, I think about obviously the reason we have Martin Luther King Jr. Day, but also it was this date where they finally arrested the bike path killer. We'll never forget that. He was working the nine to noon shift here on WBEN, and suddenly word filtered through that the bike path killer had been caught. And we heard the story of how that happened. And that man, and I use the word man in quotation marks, that man brought so much grief and suffering and terror to this community. And it was such a relief when the monster we now know was named Altimio Sanchez was apprehended by police and brilliant investigation. 